Good day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Total Wellness Radio today on Country Doctor Wellness Wednesday. Becca and I tackle the sometimes very challenging and tough discussion of food addiction. We know scientifically and clinically that certain additives and chemicals found in many of today's popular foods have a tremendously negative impact on physical hormones, um, on emotions with children. Uh, They influence our habits, our thought patterns, our immune system, and so much, much more. So today in this episode of Total Wellness Radio, I believe episode 225, we are going to tackle some of the more common issues around food addiction and more importantly, the chemicals in foods that we can come become addicted to on this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Country Doctors Wellness, Wellness Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We are also simultaneously recording this for the Total Wellness Radio podcast, which, by the way, will be up this afternoon. I've made a new commitment to all of our Wednesday uh, they recordings. Right away. They go up that day. So you'll be able to tune into this um, and catch the audio version of today's Facebook Live on the podcast. So thank awesome. you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Today we have, this is, this is really, like one of my favorite topics. Yeah, hopefully we'll be done by one thirty. Yes. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite topics because one of my biggest challenges personally to overcome um, and always an ongoing have to be aware and yep. paying attention and be yep. very, I have to be very intentional about my food choices so that I don't fall back into this trap. And as we were prepping for this, I think I mentioned to you that I kind of overdid it over the holidays with sugar. And I was like, I, you know, then trying to scale my sugar, get back into where I know I need to be to keep myself right. And then I'm frustrated with myself that knowing better and already going through this process, why would I do that to myself? And so we'll kind of kick this off with my running joke, which is that we are all like toddlers at the end of the day, testing our limits. So if any of this resonates with you, please understand that this is not about us trying to make you feel bad at all. This is just about us trying to educate you on why this might be challenging for you or why you might struggle with this. Yep, And we've all been there and we've all fell Mm. um, victim to this at some point or another with certain foods. Um, Yes. My, um, when I tattle on myself, uh, horrendously addicted to uh, processed sugars and colors and food dyes and things like that, uh, loved Mountain Dew and candy bars. This was 30 years ago. The floorboard of my pickup was riddled with that stuff. Never drank water ever. Um, so I know what it's like to get away from that kind of food and stay away from it. Um, you know, some of the things that people the the title of this was food addictions but really when we got to looking at this a lot closer and how the majority of people are affected by it mm-hmm. it's really not that they're addicted to the food it's the chemical substances found in the food yes like the first one that comes up on the list that I always like to talk about mm-hmm. is when you read the label make sure you're looking for like food dyes and food colorings like mm-hmm. uh, red dye number two and yellow dye number five and blue dye you know there's literally dozens of them blue dye number two they got red dye number 40, they got yellow dye number six, orange B is restricted uh, because it's not supposed to be used in hot dogs and the cases around the hot dogs anymore, they're not, they're not supposed to even put that in there anymore. The reason for that is, is not only is it very addictive and it can, can set up 
imbalances in vitamin and mineral depletions and excesses, Mm -hmm. which there's where the craving comes in for more and more to try and solve that for the body. It's uh, been proven that in rats that those colors, those food colors actually cause cancer. Now, they say in the studies through the FDA and other agencies that those are when you're exposed to high amounts of food dyes. Right. Well, the human body, if you don't have the ability to get rid of those things, and it's a chemical and your body's hanging, if it's stored in the body, your, your overexposure might take 20 years, but you're still being overexposed. What they did was they just ramped up the exposure short term in an animal uh, and it you know overwhelmed the system and it produced cancer. Well, long-term exposure, even a small amounts over time will still contribute. Uh, this comes from uh, WebMD and also from PubMed. That's where the research is that you can uh, find and substantiate this for yourselves. Um, I say that, don't take our word for it, right? Look, do your own research, look into this stuff. Uh, Linda Meyer wrote a book uh, called It Feels Good to Feel Good. It's about- Cheryl Meyer. Cheryl Meyer, thank you. Yep. Did I get the title right? Yes. Feels good to feel it? Yes. It's about two inches thick. It's three, almost 400 pages, and it's 100% dedicated to the level of chemicals that we're exposed to. Yeah. It's absolutely tragic. So, so just to recap what you said, you um, for those that might be consuming foods with dyes in them, you may yep. not have a physical symptom response yep. right away, but that doesn't mean it's not building up in your body and that won't eventually... Um, manifest a symptom. Can lead to some yeah. serious. The other thing that really concerns me is when I look at the average uh, snack that a child is given uh, the or treat, the majority of them have some sort of dyes in them. Yep. And so, um, you know, children, because they're very resilient, especially with their health, again, they may not have an immediate response to that, but that doesn't mean it's not building up in their system and can That's affect right. them later Behavioral. in life. So yep. important, or it can affect their behavior in that moment. Um, so if you're just joining us, we are covering food addiction today, and we're just kind of, we're going over the various um, kind of components that can affect this, starting mm-hmm. off with physical, that there are physical things that can affect your um your cravings, right, and and having this ongoing struggle of you wake up in the morning and you really want to do right by your body and eat as clean as possible, and then by noon you have completely, or maybe it's by 10, or maybe it's by 4, whatever yep. it is for you, you've fallen off and then you start feeling bad about it, and so this is really about us covering why that's such a struggle and what you can do or watch out for. Yep. So you're covering chemicals. I'm doing the chemical side of it. Um, a lot of people don't realize that uh, number two on the list is high fructose corn syrup. Which is in... It's in so, so many things. Stuff. It is a derivative of corn, we know that, but it's been processed down to such a degree that it's actually, it's, it's actually a chemical. There's two things that science has linked this to that is just horrendous. One is the um, obesity issue that we have in this country. Mm-hmm. One, out of all, one out of three teenagers today in America, one out of three, are listed as obese. Not that they're overweight or not that they're, they're, they're struggling with you know, weight concerns. They're obese. We didn't have this problem until a couple of things happened. One, the artificial sweetener crave hit, uh, artificial sugar um, craze hit mm-hmm. uh, in diet beverages and diet foods is supposed to be diet right supposed to be good for us um, when high fructose corn syrup started getting added to almost everything mm-hmm. boxed bagged and canned um, and the overconsumption of that has led to obesity and type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. the research says so 
the research done not by us by other agencies that are that are they're designed to follow this stuff um strongly and suggest that if, uh, if you're consuming high fructose corn syrup products that have that in it that you are it's like a ticking it's like a ticking time bomb and it's in everything i mean salads uh salad dressing sauces um virtually any pro- almost any processed foods uh marinade yeah like it's just in so much i've even seen i've seen pancake syrup advertising no like like big label no high fructose corn syrup and i flipped it around very first ingredient was corn syrup yep i was like so because you skipped one step in the processing to make it corn syrup instead of high fructose corn syrup then you're advertising that it's no high i'm like oh that's just so physically there's so many things that can contribute to your cravings next on the list is we have so much to cover i don't know that we're going to get through it all aspartame Aspartame. so like diet sodas yep um, are definitely going to just make you hungrier so they might be good in the moment, yep. but then later that afternoon, right, then it's going to set and, you up to have And there's a, there's a thing with people using, it, it's kind of like the, the margarine craze that started back in the 50s and 60s, right? Yeah. Where margarine's better than butter. Well, now there's this NutraSweet and um, Sweet and Low and all those, you know, the yellow and the pink packets, and people are convinced that those are better than sugar. When in fact, it makes you want to crave more. It's a toxic neurosubstance to the body. It does contribute to other deficiencies and depletions. And they think, oh, I'm doing a good job because I'm not using the white packet. I'm not, I'm not eating sugar now. I'm eating NutraSweet, right? Or equal. Or equal. Sweet and low. Sweet and low, right? And all you're doing is ingesting a toxic substance that does not... Here's the problem with these sweeteners. One of, the, one of and this is why the obesity thing comes in. If you sat down with a jar of honey and a spoon, you could not sit and eat the whole jar. I could, but I hear not, you. Not, not of honey. Oh, maybe. Not of honey, you no? could. No, you'd barf. I guess I haven't actually tried. You would barf. So. <laughs> if you get a quart jar, not a quart jar, but a pint jar of honey mm-hmm. and a spoon, uh-huh. you can't eat the whole thing in one setting. You'll barf. Okay. Now you take... There's a small part of me that wants to try it. We should do the test. You take frosting... Oh, I could definitely take that. You and I both could eat the whole can in one setting. We've Mm -hmm. talked about it. The problem with these artificial things that are not food, they're food additives, is that it doesn't tell the brain you're satiated, that you're you're satisfied. Oh, I see. Whereas honey is a real food. You can't sit with a spoon and a pint jar and eat the whole thing of honey right there. It'll make you sick. But you can do it with frosting and walk away. That makes sense. You that can makes walk sense. away. Yeah. These chemicals do not tell the brain that you're satiated. So you just keep eating. And you just keep eating. And you just keep eating. Lay's Potato Chip was the first manuf- food company, well, dr- uh, chemical company, I guess, that came out and told the truth. What was their tagline can't years ago? Just one. Bet you can't eat just one. Oh, they were trying so to tell the truth. Right? It's because of the things that were laden in there. Some of the other things. Besides that are the uh, MSGs, monosodium glutamate. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, every time I go eat like Chinese food, yep. I will then crave it for like the next yep. couple of days or a week. And it's like that MSG hits me and I'm like, oh, I want more, I want more. 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 I can feel it instantly. The other thing is, is that the, the more of these chemicals that you take in... Um, and your body doesn't know how to process it or what yep. to do with it. And That's so what true. can happen is, is it can get stored in your midsection. 
And this is why we see a lot of like the, you'll see people that like they might be um, fairly thin, but that midsection they have like maybe called muffin top. I don't particularly like the term, but just so that everybody <laughs> knows what we're talking about, it's called muffin top, right? And so I'm saying I don't like the term, but you've never heard that before? I've never heard that term. But the thing is, and so these, and so I honestly feel for people because they're like, okay, let's look at, you know, flat belly exercises and flat belly foods. And they're trying to figure out how to get their midsection to come back down. Yep. But the reality is, is that they're consuming too much fake stuff. Yep. chemicals and whatnot and the body goes and genetically modified foods and the body goes i don't know what to do with this so i'm gonna go ahead and hold on to it in case i need it later because our body's built for survival yep yep it used to be did you know that when monosodium glutamate came out it used to be referred to in the 60s as the chinese food syndrome what you just said oh they used to, they actually used to call it chinese food syndrome in the 60s when you'd eat that and you'd have oh, more 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 that's what it was called Interesting. <laughs> Just a little piece of history. All right. <laughs> uh, what what's else next we got? On the list? What else we got? We got a lot more to cover. Sodium benzoate. This is in a lot of things. And a lot of people, sodium benzoate is one of these um, flavor enhancers also, but it's also a stabilizing agent. Um, and when people consume this, it throws off sodium potassium in the body. Oh. And so then we start seeing allergies and... Different things pop fatigue. up, fatigue, and more food cravings, right? Mm -hmm. So be a real, real cautious label reader on the colors, the MSGs, the aspartame, the high fructose corn syrup, mm -hmm. and the um, sodium benzoate. Those mm -hmm. are the, really the top five yeah. off my list. I've got a couple more, but here's I know the, you've got more. Yeah, too. I mean, we have so much, I don't know we're going to get through it all. But there's here's the thing. You can have phys things physically driving these cravings. Right? Um, we just covered chemicals. There's a whole myriad of other things. Hormonal imbalances. Immune system suppression. Yep. Medications can fuel cravings. Um, sugar is nine times more addictive than cocaine. Yep. So um, that's like a real thing, right? And so physically, there can be so many things driving the cravings. Setting that aside, you can also have, obviously, there's an emotional component. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again, when we were babies and we were upset, yep. there were only two ways that we got to be soothed. One was our mom coddling us mm -hmm. and one was a bottle or being fed. And so it's kind of like from day one on this planet, yep. we were kind of stuffing feelings, not even knowing it, but we were sort of, oh, you're, oh, you're upset. Here's a bot, right? Or here's some food and our feelings. And we sort of get in this habit of like just pushing those feelings back down. Right. Yep. And yep. it kind of, and it becomes our default response as we carry on in life yep. that when something gets us upset or maybe gives us anxiety or any negative emotions arise, we instantly like this default reaction from day one, let's go ahead and just eat something and that'll calm that feeling back down. Yep. And then it becomes this kind of vicious cycle that we get um, cut, you know, caught up in. And so there's an emotional co component that you have to address as well. Um, you know, we're always really big on you got to work from the inside out, yep. right? So you got to have healing take place on the inside and address some things internally, get right in there, and that will naturally come back out. Yeah, um, yeah you know, Dr. J um, uh, Christopher was very high on that. You heal from the inside on the top down. When you think about in those terms, inside mm -hmm. out, so get the digestion first, mm -hmm. so that affects the organs, which affects the entire body. So from the inside mm -hmm. out, and then from the top down, your mind, how you perceive things, your mindset about things, 
right? Looking at things from a different angle. Awareness. Yeah. Uh, Jackie was very clear this morning, one of our clients, about it. She's so grateful about the awareness that she now has about her what her family can do. Another lady yesterday, Gabriella, was talk, she, her husband or her son came in here. Horrendous uh, mood concerns for him she was having. Mm. Less than four weeks, she says, he is a totally different child. And he only did two things. He increased his enzyme uh, intake at meals, and he cut out certain foods. It was driving the behaviors. Um, If you look up Nancy Appleton, lick the sugar habit, go to her website, nancyappleton.com. Take the sugar, uh, you know, the the chemical uh, survey that she does online. It It is so revealing. I mean, these are all... These are all free. These are all complementary um, research and, and practitioners and information that you can plug into to get the facts and to start opening your eyes to avoiding these things. Like on top of sodium benzoate is the sodium nitrate. Nitrates in men in prostate cancer go like this. Mm. Gastric cancers in certain people because they've been consuming products with sodium nitrates for long periods of time. Cancers like that. I mean, science is, they've laid it all out for us. Science has proven these things. Certain agencies that at one time said, oh, that's safe to have, 30 years later come back and say, oh, no. It's new research shows, well, they didn't do the wow. research to begin with, right? Yeah. Put it in there because people gobble it up or whatever. So, um, And then the trans fats is the last chemical I'm going to touch on. Yeah. Anytime you see hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated mm-hmm. on the label, run for the hills. Now... <laughs> I mean, with that kind of stuff, you're talking about not only is it type 2 diabetes, but now you're talking about heart, heart disease. Yep. Now you're getting into the heart disease realm. Did you know that the number one killer of men and now women in this country heart is heart disease? And there are things and substances that are put in the food that are horrendously addictive, extremely toxic to the system over time, Foul up the hormones, foul up the immune system, completely obliterate digestion, shut down metabolism. You mm. eat this stuff like crazy. You get the muffin head, or what would you call it? Muffin top. Oh, muffin top. <laughs> I feel bad even saying it, but I knew there would be some people that Somebody's going to recognize what I'm talking it. about, so I don't have to get up and try and like visually show. And so what happens is that's the vicious cycle, right? Yeah. yeah. And as a result of that, we are getting into a situation where in future generations, our life expectancies are dropping. They're not improving. They're dropping. Um, DanMurphyDC.com. You can check out his newsletter. He's most, one of the most intelligent practitioners on the planet. He's one of my mentors. I love him dearly. I see him uh, once or twice a year uh, as a, at a minimum mm-hmm. uh, for, his, for his lectures. Um, and, uh, you know, his, his, his newsletter that you can get every week uh, for 50 weeks um, is absolutely um, mind-blowing in terms of what the data says. Here's what PubMed says. Here's what Med- WebMD says. Here's what, here's what is being proven scientifically that these things are doing to people. Here's where Alzheimer's and cognitive uh, you know, degeneration, not regeneration, but degeneration is coming from. Dementia cases that are up over 50,000% in the last 70 years. It's all linked back to the quality of fuel that we feed our bodies. Mm. And so we are put in a position where none of us do it perfect, obviously, but we're put in a position where we have to be thoughtful and consistent about our choices. That's it. Not perfect, right? Thoughtful and consistent, and intentional, and intentional. Be yeah. by intention. I yeah. had a client today, and I'll hush because I know you got some things to finish up on here. But I, I had a client today, and I said, "Look, I I try to maintain about a ninety percent success rate mm-hmm. in my daily choices. I've never done this perfectly. 
I've been keeping food logs faithfully, and I'm going to continue to keep food logs faithfully. It keeps me on track. It's a discipline I need. I get checked every two weeks. I follow a program. I've got areas that I still need to work on, better rest and things like that, better patterns, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not unknown, right? Those are things i got to work on. But you're intentionally putting that effort in every day yep. to be consistent. And as a practitioner, mm-hmm. if I'm 90% or a little greater in my consistency, mm-hmm. then I feel like I am allowed to ask of you, my clients, at least 80%. Yep. I love that. I'm at least allowed we to thank ask April about April for 80. that too, because I love it when April said she aims April, for 95 per- percent. Yep, yep. Because she knows that, April her, nailed that it. her clients will never do more than she does. That's right. So she aims for a 95 percent compliance on her plan, so that yep. she can expect her clients to be 80 to 90 percent. Yep. Um, so, which is awesome. anyways, I wanted to share that because I think it's yeah. really important. Um, I'm a label reader. I have an app on my phone that scans the code to tell me mm-hmm. what's in here. You know, going shopping with me is pretty painful. I don't shop for much, but I very thoughtful yeah. and with intention behind yeah. the choices that I'm making. So, for those people that are new to label reading, what I'll typically recommend is if you go into a grocery store. Um, obviously, we know the exterior is ideal from the grocery store tour. You want to stay video. over in the produce section. And um, when you get into things that have a label, the more foods you can buy without a label, ideal, right? Sure. When you get into foods that do have a label, look for ones that have five ingredients or less. Good point. Hard to find. Good point. But if they have five ingredients or less, most of the time, chances are, chances are they're pretty good. Chances are it's actually food. Chances are it's actually food. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Another way to. We're not guaranteeing anything, but I'm just saying. Chances are it's actually food. It's not an additive laced filler that's trying to mm-hmm. present itself as a food mm-hmm. um the other yeah, thing i want to you talk can't about pronounce it don't eat it that's is, the other thing yes yes yeah if you don't when you're reading the label if you can't pronounce it it's not food and if you don't know what it is do you want to consume something that you have no, no idea what it is just think these are things for you to think about but i also want to touch on the habitual side of this yes because um we develop habits and the brain really likes habits and routines, right? It's so kind of true. like, imagine if you're gonna go climb, um, hike a mountain, for example. The majority of people are going to hike a trail. A trail that has already been, been trudged through, right? And so you can follow, and then you know it's probably gonna go somewhere, right? It's already cleared kind of this path. That's how the brain is. Every time we do something, and especially when we do it on a daily Makes basis, so we develop these sort of like pathways. Synapses. Right? And so when we try to go off of that pathway, the brain kicks in and goes, oh no, this makes more sense because that's what we've done before. And so understanding that um, you, it is, it's tough because you have these physical components, these emotional components, and then you have your brain on top of it trying to always take you back to the route it's most familiar with. So this is why it can be very, very challenging and people have cravings and go, I don't understand why I can't get this under control. I don't understand why I went to bed last night and I had every, I I really wanted it. Like I really, really, truly wanted to eat healthy today, but I didn't even make it until 8 a.m. or I didn't make it until noon, whatever it is. Like don't beat yourself up because there's all of these other components But at the same time, make sure you're working on those things and aware of those things so that they don't take over, right? And keep you from getting to your goal. So, um, Remember this, struggling does not equate to failing. 
Yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. It takes effort. Yeah. It takes three to six months, nine months for people to get their food patterns even close to being where they want to be, 80-20. It takes, you know, one to three years for people to get well. It, it, there's, there's no, like, quick fix for this, right? And the reason there's no quick fix is because there was no quick problem. This is an accumulative problem over a lifetime, decades yeah. of habitual, emotional, addicted chemically to things that we didn't even know about. And the, so you can't beat yourself up on this stuff. Exactly. You cannot. Yes, exactly. Um, so think about what it, what is it that you want? What would you like to see changed in your life? Or what do you know needs to be changed? Mm -hmm. Why is it important for you to have that change? What will come from that? Like, how will your life be better, right? You want to spend some mm -hmm. time, like, really connecting with what you want and why Why is that important to you. Connect with the positive. Yep. So that when you're struggling to get the sugar addiction under control or to stop going and consuming the MSGs or to cut the high yep. fruit, whatever it is, when yep. you're struggling, the only way for you to get through that is to have a solid reason why you're doing what you're doing 100%. and seeing the vision of how that's going to benefit you in the long run is the only way you can get through kind of out of that rut, so to speak. Yep. Um, and then who's going to be in your support system? Absolutely. Absolutely. And who's going to hold you accountable? Yeah. When it gets tough, who's going to be there to say, it's okay. You can And who's going. your cheerleader? And who's your cheerleader? You got to have yeah. both. Yeah. yeah. You got to have the accountability. You got to take responsibility, but also you need a cheerleader to say, yeah, you yeah. know what? You did 80, 80, you did 70% last week. That's awesome. This next week, we're going to adjust two little things, just yep. two little things, and we're going to shoot for 72. Yes. That's it. Yeah. You know, this life's a game of inches, not yards. So a football game for sure. It's all, you know, we've all seen these, right? It's not the guy that runs the 80 yards, which that's spectacular, which is great. But you know what? People get even more excited when they've got one inch to go and they make it. They get more excited when it's down there and it's crunch time, yes. right? Yes. And it's just one inch yep. to have that breakthrough. Yeah. People get more excited about that stuff. Yes. Longer. Because yeah. all of us can identify with that. We don't identify with 80-yard touchdowns. Hardly any of us do. Okay? But we identify with what it takes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. With what it takes to go one inch further. To do one little extra effort. To do this one little step a little better. We all identify with that because that's how we change our lives. That's the only way we can change our lives. Yes. So. Well put. Thank you. Awesome. Well. I think we're wrapping it up. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. To this week's We go live doctor. every Wednesday well, at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Next week, we have kidney health. You already see it? I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, kidney health. I got okay. you. I got Thank you. Thank you. We have kidney health next week. Uh, we go live every Wednesday for Total Wellness Radio and Country Doctors uh, Wellness Wednesday. If yep. you guys have a topic you would like us to cover, please feel free to drop a comment below. Yep. We're always looking to bring what you guys want to know more about. Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe to Total Wellness Radio. And for those that are local, our next free class is going to be next Tuesday night. March 3rd. Uh, March 3rd. So if you or maybe someone you care about, you need to get them there so they can kind of learn about all of this. Um, make sure you call our office and reserve your seat because space is limited. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for joining us. And this particular episode of Total Wells Radio will be up by 4 o'clock today, so you can get the audio version. Yes, thank Take you. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time 
at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.